G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, it's not every day we have the opportunity to talk to a genuine Christian adventurer who travels on horseback with a pack horse in tow across many nations of the world. And she is renowned for her brilliant photography and has written books for each of her travels, including children's stories. She originates in the UK and we're talking to her just off the plane from New Zealand. And Tracy Elliott Reap has just released her latest book, which was written after a ride through Israel, where she was asked to photograph the reenactment of the Australian Light Horse Charge from World War I, 1918, when Israel was freed from the Turks. It's a famous story, and we're going to talk to Tracy, who's, as I say, just off the plane from New Zealand. Tracy Elliott Reap, welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's good to be here. Tracy, you grew up around horses, and this is your life today, riding horses across nations. Give us a little insight into your passion for horses. Yes, well, Neil, I grew up on Dartmoor ponies in southwest England, so I don't actually know when I first sat or sat on a Dharma pony, but, you know, I'd play cowboys and Indians with a toy little gun and a bow and arrow, and that was began my passion. And from there, uh, I was teaching horse riding in Michigan, North America. I met uh, a Christian from Scotland who'd been praying the same prayer. We, I was from southwest England. She was from Scotland. We'd both been praying the same prayer that we'd meet a Christian friend. Well, we both loved God, loved horses, and loved adventure. So it was definitely a divine appointment in America. And then when we first arrived, we decided to come to Australasia and New Zealand to begin with. We, just, we wanted to ride the length of both islands on our own horses. We arrived there with only 60 pounds, uh, but with a dream. And when people said, oh, you two pommy sheilas, you'll never do it, we said, all things are possible with God. And we put action with our faith, and we got fruit-picking jobs to save up for our horses. And that was an amazing ride because it took us six months, but God interventions all the time. And I guess it just become, I just love living adventures with God because ever since that first New Zealand ride, you know, I've, I've ridden from horses uh, from Mexico to Canada up the Rocky Mountains and from Greece to northwest Spain and down through Britain from Scotland to Land's End, round Ireland. And so I do have my own photographic business in southwest England, but I've usually got a faith project, you know, a faith ride that starts to download. So yes, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm probably a little bit addicted to having adventures with God. 
So this is seven times now you've done these long rides and uh, that means that you must have started off small and I imagine you didn't start out just thinking that you were going to ride across nations. You just enjoyed the fact that you were on horseback and you thought you could do these longer rides. Take us back to that very first time when you thought, I can do this, I can go on a long adventure ride. Well, yes, because... I, I love the verse, you know, Jesus came to give us life and life to the fullest until it overflows. And he's put gifts and talents in, inside each of us. And so I love photography. I love horses. I love being outside. And yes, we did think on the first New Zealand ride, because our route was 2,000 miles, we thought, oh, is this a bit too much? Have we bitten off too much? But it's like life isn't it we go step by step and god opens up the way and we just prayed about things when we came to difficulties and god answered us and god was faithful and god was good and so i just love that being out there like trusting in god you never know exactly what's going to happen but you you know god is faithful and god is good and photography for you is a passion also for this area of fine arts. And when you're on horseback and things are going by slowly, I imagine the photo opportunities come more readily. Oh, yes, Neil, because as well, I'm, I'm, I'm usually camping out in the countryside. And for photographers, the light is always better first thing in the morning or in the evening. So it's just an ideal to capture, you know, God's creation and his nature at the best times. And some of your projects are faith-based projects insofar as the, fo the photographs that you've taken, the books that you've been able to release. I mentioned some of those are children's books too. Uh, but this faith element, uh, your faith in Christ came on a ride across Israel some time ago. Uh, take us in some insights here. Well, actually, Neil... It first began when I was uh, 18. I'd left art school. I uh, applied to do a fine art degree course. I got turned down. So I, I joined a traveling circus with my sketchbook. But God had already put in there questions. So I asked God, quite simply, well, if you're more than a thousand million miles away in the sky, will you let me know? And I was inquiring, and after the circus job, they did say if I stayed there for 10 years, I could have my own show, but I turned that down. <laughs> <laughs> and I just happened to go to Israel, not really for any reason. Now I realize that, you know, of course, God was directing my steps, but I didn't really want to stay in rainy England for the winter. And so I could get a job on a kibbutz. I got one um, as a volunteer near the Sea of Galilee, and I was still inquiring about God, and I had been given this address in Jerusalem. So one year back, I headed off hitchhiking with another girl. So we decided to go to meet these people in Jerusalem, and we had the first lift dropped on the side of the road, and I, it was getting dark, and I knew it wasn't a very safe area, so I said to this girl, I said, let's try praying for a good lift. 
with no hassles all the way to Jerusalem. Some soldiers picked us up and they took us to the exact doorstep that I had the address. And these people told me about Jesus and how he had come to die for my sins. And it was on Israel Independence Day that I asked Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. So the next time then I go to Israel, I go on horseback to Jerusalem. So you found your faith in Christ in Israel, and now you've really just released your latest book, Riding by Faith Through Israel. And so the idea of riding horses across Israel, how much more insight do you get of the places and the people when you're actually on horseback doing that sort of tour? Well, you really get to meet the people. And I started in the Golan Heights, and for the first week I was camping out, you know, with bombs going off in Syria, and at night the machine gun fire and the tanks rolling by. Then um, I start to, I meet Jewish people and horse people, and they invite me into their homes, and they tell me about the country, they tell me about their lives, they feed my horses, they water my horses, they feed me, then they pass me on to somebody else um, who they know. And I really went, after that first week, I then went from Jewish person to Jewish person all the way through Israel. So living, you know, riding with them and hearing firsthand, I really got to know, you know, what it was like living in Israel and their history So it was just fascinating, as you can imagine, all the layers of history. The layers of history known best, no doubt, by the locals, and that would no doubt affect the ways that you would have access to those sorts of sites for photography, no doubt. Yes. I mean, several several men came riding with me and took me to see various sites, and even... At the end of my ride, Neil, uh, President Trump had just declared he was moving the embassy to Jerusalem. And the first time, of course, was when King David moved his capital from Hebron to Jerusalem to reunite the tribes of Israel. And this was in 1003 BC, and also the plentiful supply of water under the city. So, but people said, oh, you're going to have trouble because um, there are riots going on. But I was determined to do what God put my heart to do, which was to um, enter the Jaffa Gates a um, hundred years after the British commander with the Anzacs and representatives of all the allies. He dismounted. He was a Christian. And he walked through the Jaffa Gates and he says, I'm not going to ride into the city of my Messiah mounted. Only my Messiah is going to come back because he's coming back on a horse. And so this was really special to me and really special for the end of my ride. And so some Jewish friends were trying to help me get permission. And one lady, she said, you'll never get everybody to sign. She said, they haven't said no. That means yes, just do it. (laughs) So... um, I took my horses, and of course I dismounted too, to reenact what Lord Allenby and the Allied forces, including the Anzacs, the Australians, and the New Zealanders, had done exactly a hundred years previously. 
And the, the police, um, they said, oh, you're not, you can't be in here on horses. And I said, oh, but I'm British and Lord only came in here exactly 100 years ago. And they let me go. Um, so I could be there. And then um, I got up to the Mount of Olives on my horses and I was overlooking the old city that, um, so it, my life had gone round in a circle too, because I was 19 when I first asked Jesus into my life, overlooking the city of Jerusalem. And now I was back on horses and, you know, overlooking the city of Jerusalem. So it was really a special end to my ride. The passions of your life together synchronized, and there you were in Jerusalem. Your book is called Riding by Faith Through Israel, and no doubt it revolves a lot around the sights that you've seen, the photographs that you've taken, the stories that you've picked up along the way. And I want to point people to how they can get a hold of your book. And, of course, we've been talking about how the book also relates to that charge of the light horse and General Allenby as you were reenacting his entrance into Israel. But the website to get a hold of Tracy's book is tracyelliotreep.com. That's tracyelliotreep.com. And Tracy's going to be in Perth at the end of the month. Some speaking engagements on the 24th and 26th and 29th of March. And you'll be able to find out the venues when you go online to Tracy's website, tracyelliotreep.com. Tracy, wonderful getting your insights. Wonderful to talk to a Christian adventurer. And seven rides on, I'm sure you're planning your eighth. Thank you so much for being with us on 2020. Well, thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.